Something's on fire. Welcome to Jeff in Motion. I feel like it's going to be a weird day. Not quite sure why. I just got a feeling. And the feeling is not that tonight's going to be a good night. It's that today is going to be a weird day. Um, I've been playing uh, Bioshock Infinite Burial at Sea Episode 2. And over the last week, about, I started playing around Wednesday or Thursday last week. And I'm still playing. Um, now granted, I only play about an hour at a time, so I am maybe one, two, I'm four or five hours in, but, um, I don't know how close to the end I am. But it's definitely panning out to be, um, now I enjoyed Bioshock Infinite Burial at Sea Episode 1 quite a bit, but it did fail from being very short. Um, but not uninteresting, and, uh, I enjoyed it. But this, they definitely pulled out all the stops. They kind of wanted this to be their final hurrah before the uh, game studio broke up and gave away the Bioshock franchise forever. But this is, uh, very very interesting, and, uh, no spoilers, but you're playing as Elizabeth, um, which lends to a very different play style, um, it is, uh, very stealth-based, because she just can't take a full frontal assault, um, she can barely survive a firefight with one enemy, let alone a room full of them, so, um, and there's a new knock out the enemy if they're, uh, knock the enemy unconscious if they can't see you element. Which I was, I was enjoying thoroughly, and then they added the, uh, if the enemy's wearing a helmet, you can't knock them out. And I was like, oh, you tricky bastards, I, shit, I'd expected, because <laughs> due to a, uh, plasmid upgrade, it had become pretty easy to sit invisible and wait for people to walk by you and then conk them out. So the game, when it seems like, oh, well, now it's going to be too easy, it's not. Don't worry. 
but anyway, um, I highly recommend it, especially if you enjoyed Bioshock Infinite. Um, the story is far, far more intertwined with the uh, <clears throat> main story of Bioshock Infinite than Burial at Sea Episode 1 was. Um, but I recommend playing both uh, simply for because it basically ties both of the stories together um, pretty in-depthly. So, I mean, but what kind of monster are you? Who is going to play Episode 2 without having played Episode 1? Especially with Episode 1 only being two to four hours long. Together, they're making for a very solid expansion on the uh, Bioshock franchise. Um, I think today, because I uh, don't really have... I have a few things written down on my my list. Um, this week I'm definitely doing... I'm not going to say definitely. I'm not going to promise anything because I'm pretty bad at keeping that. Alright. I think I'm going to do the Dungeons & Dragons episode on Friday because then the day after I will actually be playing. And then on Monday it can be a kind of a... a set... Friday, talk about Dungeons and Dragons. Before I go in and play Monday, I talk about how awesome it was. Because it's going to be great. Because the people there are great. And um, even if we were just hanging out with them for a few hours, it would be fun. So, add D&D to the mix. It should be perfect. I had a, a few notes here. Um... And I used to think of myself as a very observant person. But I think it's more that I'm very self-centered. And I don't mean that in the I only think of myself, but I do. Um, I will notice if I have a pimple instantly. I will notice... um, if something is moved on my desk, I just something that I am directly involved in, I tend to have almost laser-like precision. Um, I can see pixel differences um, with without zooming in on the computer. I am I can, but if it is not something I am directly active in, I have almost a blindness to it, and uh, I've got lots of examples. Um, one of which being, at some point, it took me, well, it didn't take, I didn't notice it, it had to be pointed out to me, um, my partner Aislinn painted a wall and hung up two movie-sized posters in a room. In the room where the TV is, the room where I hang out with my daughter the most often, because it's also where all her toys are, in our living room... A wall was painted, and two, like, those posters have got to be, like, three feet by five feet, or that, roughly those dimensions. Big motherfucking posters. It was two weeks they were on the walls before my, uh, before Aislinn pointed them out to me, 
And I was like, oh yeah, I guess they are new, aren't they? So I've come to realize that no, I am not in fact an observant person. And uh, this is just, this becomes more and more evident as um, I had I had someone I a week or so ago I was driving my father's car because my he had my car to change the tires and do all kinds of car stuff to it car guy stuff um, that I just don't know I mean I know how to change my oil but he's got the tools to do so um, anyway. And I'm sitting, because I get to work early, as per usual, and I'm sitting at my desk, and one of my coworkers comes in, and he goes, Oh, I didn't see your car. I was like... And my first thought was, I don't know what any of my coworkers' cars look like. Not a single one. Um, and I've been there as long... As they have been working with me. So it's like, it's... He... And I do not believe that he was actively looking, Oh man, I hope Jeff is there. I believe that he passively scanned the parking lot to see which co-workers were there already. As someone who has an investment in the people around him might do. And was... And then just took an inventory came upstairs to find oh that mental inventory of people that are going to be in this building I'm walking into was incorrect I just I don't it doesn't seem to be the way my brain goes I don't I'm not talking about, like, I'm actively... Because I actively care about the people around me, and I am genuinely, um, genuinely and generally, a, uh... (sighs) Like, an empathetic and sympathetic person. I, I care about people and the people around me, but passively, I am very focused on the me. And, um... As someone who records a podcast by himself three days a week, how could you tell? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh. But that just was something, oh, I didn't see your car, really jumped out at me. And uh, a, few, a, a week or so later, with that very same coworker, um, we have have had do have a graphic design position open in my company. And I was talking to him, and he was talking about how his wife had considered applying. And then we were talking, and I uh, went on to say how much you know, designers as a group, tend to be a little catty. And I was like, ah, 
I'd love to uh, see some portfolios so I can pick them apart and be, you know, shitty <laughs> in general to them. And he goes, oh, well, you know, I'm not going to give out he or his wife's name, but wife's name's portfolio would be, probably be very similar to yours. Um, she was, because you both went to Pentec, and um, I go, oh, really? She was in the design program at Pentec, and he goes, and with not, not a lick of sarcasm or frustration with me as a person, he goes, yeah, she was in some of your classes. He had every right to be like, yeah, she was in your class. <laughs> but he didn't, because he's better than I am. He was like, yeah, she was in some of your classes. And I just sat there, I was like, oh, I'm such a dick. I, I had no idea. I have been working with uh, him for months now. I have met and talked to his wife, I, I had made no connection in any way. I drew no parallel lines um, or perpendicular lines. What, I mean, with parallel lines running parallel, you know, we're going in the same path. Perpendicular, we would have crossed paths. Anyway, no lines were drawn parallel or perpendicular. And it all came rushing in on me at that moment, like, oh my god, how... And the worst part was, I still was not remembering classes with her. And I'm sitting there like, oh no, oh no, I am the worst, fuck, and vocalizing some of that. And... He's like, no, man, don't worry about it. Like, she was a commuter, you were a commuter. You know, you didn't, you just didn't cross paths that much. It, I believe what, how he put it was, well, you weren't friends. It, don't worry about it. And I was just like, you're such a kind, kind man. <laughs> you had, I, if I were in the same situation, I would not genuinely want the person to feel bad. I get it. But I would have absolutely taken the opportunity to rib someone. To be like, what? Really? You, were, you had classes together. What are you? The worst? And, um... That, that makes my co-worker a better man than I. Oh, Lordy Lou. Oh, excuse me. Uh, let's see what else do I have written down here um, I have the phrase no homo written down but I think that's a whole episode um, and oh I have the keep calm and blankety blank that uh I meant to do some research for this one and uh, as per usual I did not but you know what I'm talking about now. The class, the classic keep calm and carry on poster on red with white. It's a red poster, white 
all caps, Gil Sands font with the crown above it. It was a poster put out, I believe, during World War II. Um, don't, don't cite me for a research paper, though. Um, by the uh, British monarchy. And it was, it was beautiful. It was elegant. It, it was just, you know, telling the people, this is a message from the monarchy. Keep calm. Move on with your lives. We know we're at war. But don't let that affect you. There's a powerful message. It's it's great. It has, as of the last year or so, been co-opted by fucking anything. Um, it's completely lost its message. It's like, it's now just a format. It, you can, because first it would be like, keep calm and watch The Simpsons, or... Keep calm and have a diet coke, or and and these these are people created. Uh, I, to my knowledge, I have not seen an official advertisement using this format. Um, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, a lot it was like keep calm and look at Reddit or keep calm and but it's it has since moved even further than that and. just been two words a small word two words and it's it's fucking it's not clever um whatever keep calm and blank you have in your head it is no longer clever it ceased to be clever the first time someone did that it's not funny because you're bastardizing a real piece of design and art history for what's more than likely a throwaway worthless joke. Um, but I, I don't feel comfortable jumping down people's throats for it. But I will actively voice my disdain for the keep calm and play the tuba or keep calm and no fat friday or keep calm and calm keeping it's just it, it has completely lost any semblance of meaning or gravitas or just art it, it the, the original poster is a real a true work of design and propaganda and art. It is minimalistic. It is... It's great. And it was something that I was a big fan of. And to see it be hot topic-sized by the internet, to see it become the graphic design version of The Nightmare Before Christmas, um, it just... God damn it does it bug me. So, that was the other thing on my list. So now I've just got no homo on my list. Which, uh, I've got to figure out exactly what I meant when I wrote that, and then I can have an episode about it. Um, this has been Jeff. I've been in motion. Um, I will talk to you Friday, probably about D&D.
Keep calm and Jeff in motion. <laughs>